Welcome to another episode of Think Compliance. We are talking today about the upcoming HCCA's 22nd Annual Compliance Institute. This event is in Las Vegas from the 15th of April to the 18th of April. The program is designed for compliance professionals from from a variety of healthcare backgrounds, including compliance officers, billing and coding professionals, auditors, nurses, risk managers, ethics officers, compliance officers, privacy officers, and health information professionals. Healthcare reform, hospital physician alignment, compliance effectiveness, and HIPAA privacy data breach are all adding complexity to the challenges facing compliance professionals. The 2018 HCCA Compliance Institute can help you bring order to this seeming chaos. Hello, and welcome to Think Compliance, brought to you by Comply Guys and Compliatric. My name is Dagmar Austin, and I will be your host. Joining me is Ahmed Salim, a compliance professional. Hi, Dagmar, and thanks for having me. Yeah. So for our new listeners, Comply Guys and Compliatric have created this podcast series in order to assist compliance professionals in building their program. During every podcast, we will discuss a new compliance issue and provide insight on how to ensure your organization is following best practice. So today's topic is on the upcoming HCCA. Now, it's important to note the information provided to you in this podcast are the opinions of our presenters and should not be considered legal advice. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Ahmed Salim at ahmed.salim at complyguys. And hit us up on Twitter at thinkcomply. So let's get started. Ahmed, so what can people expect when they attend HCCA? Well, Dagmar, uh, attending the HCCA conference and the Compliance Institute, uh, you can expect to just be given a lot of information. So a lot of people, uh, you know, if you're a first-time attendee or a tenth-time attendee, uh, tend to forget that going into the sessions, um, there's a lot of information, right? There's a lot of PowerPoints. There is a lot of education going on. I mean, there is basically a lot of networking, a lot of events. So the most important thing that you need to do is not get overwhelmed, right? Everyone's there for the same reason. Everyone's there to educate themselves, right? So a couple of things I typically do prior going to an event is I plan ahead. I take a good look at the resource guide and determine what sessions I want to attend. So um, I know what it is that I'm looking for. Um, after looking at the sessions and kind of figure out the sessions I want to go to, it's always a good idea to see if there's a second session you want to attend at the same time. Because so sometimes, um, you know, you may end up going to a session uh, on a topic that you think is something you uh, expect it to be. And, you know, midway through the introduction, you find out that it's not the topic that you were expecting and, you know, you really aren't interested and you'd rather go to another session. So it's probably a good idea to just have a backup for that case. Hmm, interesting. Is it apropos to actually leave a session during the middle? Yeah. So a lot of people are going in and out of sessions. Um, a lot of people are just hopping in and hopping out of different sessions. I think um, just for the fact that there's so much going on in such a constricted time, because if you take away the pre and post conference, you're really just talking about less than two days worth of um, 
you know, session. So that's a lot of, you know, information to kind of put together in not that much time. So, you know, it happens all the time. I, you know, as long as you're respectful and you're not making too much noise or you're not the only person in the room, um, you know, I don't see a problem walking out, but people are doing it all the time. Do you have any advice uh, in particular for a new attendee? Yeah, so for new attendees, it's even more so important to actually go through the resource guide. So there's a lot of things that the HCCA does to make sure that everyone feels not only welcome, but feel some sort of you know camaraderie between the uh, compliance community. So uh, a couple of good events is they have a speed networking and a speed mentoring event. So uh, these events you have to pre-register for, and essentially for the speed networking, they put you in contact. I believe you meet with like five to 10 individuals within an hour. Um, it kind of brightens your network, exchange business cards. You guys each quickly talk about what you do and you know, it's probably a good idea to connect via LinkedIn. And then for speed mentoring, they put you together with uh, potential mentors or mentees, depending on your uh, you know, background level. And uh, you know, it gives you an opportunity to ask this individual if you're looking for a mentor questions, especially if you're new to compliance or you're new to being ahead of a program. So those are two great things HCCA offers. And then we all know about the networking breaks, right? Take advantage of every networking break. Not only do they provide you snacks and food, which you know, when you're sitting in a conference room all day, it's always it's always good to make sure that you're hydrated and well-fed, but it also gives you another opportunity to talk to people that you've met and then meet with vendors, right? Uh, vendors are there to make sure they can ask your questions. There may be times where you're talking to some of these vendors via email or via phone for a couple months looking at their product. You know, it gives you the chance to actually take a look, demo their product, meet the people that are actually selling you the product. How long have you been attending, Ahmed? So it's been about five years. Um, my first time was uh, what, five years ago, um, and it was very nerve-wracking. I didn't know anyone. I was brand new to compliance, and I signed up for both the speed mentoring and the speed uh, networking events, and I was able to actually meet individuals who I still talk to today. Hmm. Um, Dave Monahan, the individual who is in charge of Compliatric, was one of the individuals that I met. Um, in these conferences. So uh, you never know who you're going to meet and connect with and actually stay in touch with over the years. Yeah, so it's, I'm sure it's important to, you know, immediately follow up with the contacts you made just to kind of establish them. Yeah, I always send a follow-up email, like a warm thank you, especially if it's for a person who's going to be a potential mentor. And then I tend to look them up on LinkedIn and send them a connection via LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Um, well, what about, tell me about Vegas, um, you know, shows, dinner, going out afterwards with people you meet, any tips there? Yes. Yeah, it seems like the conference keeps ending up in Vegas. So I believe this is a second year in a row, but if you count the SCCE conference, the annual conference, which I was at as well in October, this is essentially the third time going to Vegas in less than two years. So I feel like I've gotten to be an expert in Las Vegas, which I never thought I would, but <laughs> um, you know, there's a lot of great shows that people aren't aware of. So we all know about the, uh, the gym, gymnastic uh, theater shows that go on. I'm blanking on the names, but there's a lot of shows that aren't that, you know, that do the same type of performances, but are at certain individual hotels. And, you know, when you get there, the concierge, as I've learned, are kind of the 
you know, guiders to what you're trying to find and, you know, what you want to do. They seem to have connections and they're always ready to ask questions or answer questions and, you know, offer advice. And, you know, there's a lot of fun things to do outside of, uh, you know, hitting up the casino floor. So my wife and I, when we went recently, we uh, went to a couple shows and then we try to go zip lining. They have a great thing where they do a zip line bucket zip line. I don't know what you call it exactly, but it's from two buildings on the strip. So I believe it was like the 55th floor. A lot of fun stuff to do. Yeah, it definitely sounds like it. Um, you know, anything else you want to add for, for, um, for new attendees or for regulars? Yeah. You know, always ask questions after sessions. So last time I spoke, I spoke last year, um, and I, I do tend that people tend to not ask questions in the sessions. They may be shy. They may not be, um, you know, it, what happens when you're not asking questions during the session, you end up standing in line a lot longer um, because a, I've noticed there's always a crowd of people who tend to come up afterwards and ask their questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, I always tell people it's good to ask the questions for the fact that you may have a question that someone else is thinking. Um, and, you know, there is no dumb question, right? So ask those questions. If you're really that uncomfortable, you don't want to ask a question in a big group of people, make sure you track down the speaker and you get that information. You got to utilize these individuals and speakers as a, as a resource, right? This is the chance that you can get to actually learn and really help your program and really, um, you know, further your career and education. So it's always important not to be shy and really take advantage of that. Yeah. I, I know at some conferences, um, during a session, you can actually use Twitter to, um, you know, if you use the right handle, you can ask a question during the session and that they might get, get back to it. Do you know if they yeah. do that with this? So good thing about HCCA is they're very active on social media, especially during the conference. I don't recall us being able to get answers via Twitter for our specific sessions, but if you are going to the conference, make sure that you register for Twitter um, they often put updates. There's a lot of contests where you can win a potential free entrance to next year's conference. Uh, at the SCC conference, they did something new, which was step walking. Whoever, uh, you could pick up a pedometer, or if you had a Fitbit or Apple Watch, you could track your steps, and uh, the winner received a prize, which was great. Um, I, I remember I woke up at five o'clock in the morning on Monday, because Monday was the first day it started, and started walking, and I thought I'd get a head start. <laughs> I, had, I had about 10,000 steps by the general session at 8.30, which I thought was great, and somehow someone already had like 35,000 steps. So there are people who will take it seriously and will try to win. So, um, you know, there's a lot of great little things that the HCA does, and, you know, their booth is great as well. They have little prizes that they give away, but they also give you a chance to win some books and, you know, other, you know, swag that, you know, you may be looking at to buy that you can actually try to win at the conference room. And then you can get a chance to meet all the HCCA people that you're probably emailing or talking to on the phone as well, um, just to get a better connection and, you know, to continue networking. Yeah, well, it sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds really informative, educational. Um, it sounds like a great, great couple of days. I know um, Dave Monahan and Karen Shepler from uh, Compliatric will be there. Anything else you want to add before we close up? That's it. Just take advantage of the couple days you have and learn as much as you can. Well, thanks, you guys, for listening to Think Compliance. Hit us up on Twitter at ThinkComply. 
Join us again next time from wherever you get your podcasts. If you have any questions, reach out to Ahmed Salim, ahmed.salim at complyguys.com. His email is also listed on the description page of this podcast. Thank you, Ahmed. Thank you, Dagmar.